Welcome, this is Couples Counseling for Parents, a show about couple relationships, how they work, why they don't, and what you can do to fix what's broken. Here are parents, our dad, Dr. Stephen Mitchell, and our mom, Erin Mitchell. Hello, and thanks for joining us today on Couples Counseling for Parents. I'm Dr. Stephen Mitchell. I'm Erin Mitchell. And on today's show, we are going to hash out the conversation that all of you and your parenting partner have probably had. Today. Don't you think? Today. <laughs> You've had it today. We guarantee it. I don't guarantee it. But yes, I do think it's very common. I think it is one of those things we were talking with some clients, well, lots of clients um, in the recent weeks about how common it is, how yeah. frequent it is, and how it is not a one and done conversation. It's just not. That is very true. I and so th- this Except is Except for us. It's been That's one right. and done for us. We've resolved it <laughs> or resolved to never talk about it again. Um, so this this is how this came to my mind. So um, over the last couple of weeks, um, I feel like on the IG, the Instagram, um, I've been trying to drill down a little bit on this default, non-default parenting partner conflict Dynamic. Dynamic, which is like constantly, constantly, constantly present for every parenting partner um, couple. Um, partnership? Yes, not couple. Parenting partner couple? Why wouldn't we just say parenting <laughs> partnership? It's just a lot of peas. But you yes. already double peed it. I, I know, but I just, I don't oh, know. Just going That's for- <laughs> on me. This time it was on me. I apologize to all of us. <laughs> My bad. Move on. Please. So in these cu- couple partnerships, <laughs> we couldn't move on. That would have been too easy. Um, in these coupled partners, please okay. move on. No, I should stop. Um, so I've been th- thinking about this and just we kind of really been drilling down on it, trying to throw out some content out there into the world um, about this kind of stuff. Um, and it, so it made me think, think about this conversation that we oftentimes have that we have had between ourselves, but also that we often have with other um, couples. And it kind of goes something like this. The default uh, parent partner says, I don't need a helper. I need a partner which is a statement of, I need someone who is going to be equitably engaged with this endeavor called parenting, who's going to be um, thinking ahead of time, uh, thinking about the invisible labor, the emotional labor, considering our parenting responsibilities and our kids um, at all times, 24-7, thinking about, like, like is going to be invested and engaged not not just um, coming to me, the default parent, and saying, hey, I want to be here to support you and help you. What do you need me to do? So a partner doesn't do that. I would only add, well, I have a lot to add already, but that will be later. I think I would add a partner doesn't only do that. Because okay. sometimes sure. in partnerships... I mean, yeah. you have like it is like, hey, what what do we need? What's yep. happening here? That yep. that it's not like that. Totally, exclusively has relegated you to the helper zone. Um, but when it does feel like you're coming in to like tell me what to do, only that it feels it can feel like that. It tends yeah. to feel like that. Yeah, yeah. 
But the other part I was going to say is I think there are other components to default parenting. But I think we're going to get into that in a second. Okay. No. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So in fact, I, I know we're going to. So, that. so I, so this is a bit reductionistic, just for example. So, Correct. Right. Yes. Just okay. so I can. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so that's the dynamic right there. And then the flip side of this, oftentimes, so so the default parent will say this, and the non-default parent will have some kind of response that goes something like, "You know what." Every time I try to do something on my own or have my own idea about parenting and do it, you have something to say about it as if I've done it wrong or I haven't done it the right way. So I don't think you really want a partner. You just want someone who's going to do it exactly like you. And what ends up happening is I end up feeling like you are monitoring and micromanaging my parenting all the time. Yes. I have heard that in life and from thousands, probably tens of thousands of couples. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's... I Maybe mean, this, more than tens of thousands. I mean, y'all know this. This is hot. This is, this is like the never-ending, never-ending conflict um, for parenting partners who are couples. <laughs> You couldn't do I it. Just, you, I stuck it in, didn't I? It made me oh, laugh. It did. Yes, I, which, for all of us <laughs> listening, I regret that I laughed because that only reinforces know, that you, you should really try do, it again. I know. You really do encourage me to uh, keep it up. Okay, go. You really Please. do. But but just saying, like, I, I mean, this is a this is just such a a big conversation. So I think part of what makes it so big is that it is very common. It feels like one of the core. Um, sort of tenets of the partnership as parents. But also I think the reason that it is core and so common is because what we are wanting is our partner to understand our experience. Yeah. Yes. Well, I mean, say, I don't think I understand what you mean. Oh, I know I don't understand what you mean. <laughs> <laughs> it's not a, no, I, I'm, I'm not getting it. What are you? I think the reason this conversation goes round and round and round one is because it's not entirely resolvable because there, it does change. The, the dynamics of this change as our kids grow and change because how this worked six months ago may not be working now. So it does have to be renegotiated. But I also think what we're trying to say in these moments is me. I'm going to be the default parent in this. You're going to be the non-default parent in this. I am trying to say, Stephen, I am overwhelmed I have an example. Do you want to hear it? I, I, I mean, it happened I, in our life this week. Awesome. And Let's we have it. had, and I think resolved the default parent conversation many times, but this was notice we've had and resolved it many times. So in other words, you have to have and resolve the conversation many times. It's not like a one and done kind of. T- right. T- and, and I do think that we really have resolved it. I have felt really heard. I think you have felt really heard. I think we've like really been like, I'm glad we had this talk. I feel like you understand <laughs> me better. I feel like I understand you better. I'm really glad we had this talk. That's how we <laughs> end a lot of conversation. I'm so glad we had this talk. It just sounds so formal. Steven, do you agree that we have we left this. having that feeling? Maybe not that. So statement. happy we've been able to converse about this subject matter. <laughs> Tell me when you're ready. 
Wait, is, I'm ready. I am. Do you feel yes. like we? Okay. <laughs> but this week we were driving to a kid's soccer practice because, again, for any of you who don't know, we have an 11, a nine, and a five, and very close to six year. Well, not and. Six. And then close to 22 practices <laughs> between soccer. All, all of, of them. them are in soccer right now, and yes, there are. <laughs> More practices than days in the week somehow. Um, but we all were in the car together. And one of our kids mentioned that um, their ankle was feeling sore. And so Stephen starts like troubleshooting because Stephen has had a sore ankle. So he's like, you know, you could do this. And these are some exercises. Tonight when we get home, we'll stretch and whatever. That was happening. And it was great. Our kid felt like, yeah, you hear me. And then our kids moved on in conversation and started talking about one of Stephen's birthday parties that we had. At a friend's house, they hosted a really cute themed party. Things oh, that, yeah, it was great. It was I'm a great not, birthday party, yeah. I don't really do that kind of thing great. I mean, I love to celebrate, as we all know, but I mean, like planning a themed party is like a little bit beyond what I'm capable of mm-hmm. or willing to do, maybe. I don't know. Either way, it was fun. And they were all remembering, oh my goodness, and do you remember they had this? And do you remember <laughs> that it even tied into the cake? And do you remember this? And then one of them said, like, Dad, do you remember that part when we came down the stairs and we surprised you because... Part of the theme was that our kids were all in costume. And so they were like, and we surprised you with the costume. And then we all turned to look at Stephen, who's driving. And Stephen has not heard a word. And I said. I was focused on the road now. Stephen. And he's like, yeah. And I was like, do you know that there's a question to you on the table? And he was like, nope. (laughs) And the boys start laughing, you know, like, oh my goodness. And so they like fill them back in. And then one of them was like, what happened to you? Like Stephen explained what happened. Anyway, my point is, which was, I don't, I won't tell you the whole thing, but I was thinking about, um, ankle injuries because we had just been talking about them. And then I was thinking about, I'm not going to tell the whole story. Can I tell where you landed? But, but what it started with, I began to think about you know what? I so I like European soccer, so I watched you know the Premier League a good bit, and then I was just thinking about you know I wonder how those athletes take care of like their nicks and bruises and their ankles, and if they have these functional trainers. So I was just kind of you know just sort of off in a place. And then you ended up thinking about if Tom Brady is still with his trainer <laughs> That's in right. retirement. That's so right. let's just say because he, he had deep. such a long career, okay. you know, he really played for such a long time. That I was wondering, I was like, he had to have someone who was, you know, helping him with with this kind of stuff. And yeah, I did end up, and I don't even like the Patriots or the Bucks or anyway. Anyway, so <laughs> we all are laughing, but it was. In this moment, and I was not I, I was not mad this did not end in a fight, which I think is why it's a great example for us, but it was a moment where I thought, we are all right here. We are having this conversation. You are not present. So it feels like it's on me to be fielding mm-hmm, comments mm-hmm. and questions about this party, and then I, which I was doing a great job of until right. the question was specifically addressed to you. Yes. And you were not anywhere near it. And to be perfectly honest, I kind of loved that moment. Like, Stephen, would you like to join the class? And I, I, I don't celebrate that exactly, but a little bit because it feels like that moment where I feel like as the default parent, so often you are present and checked in and engaged in like, we've talked about it. Stephen's our, you know, he packs for the trips, he loads the car, he does the things. But in terms of... I troubleshoot how to help ankle injuries. He is deep diving (laughs) on those ankle injuries. 
Um, but I don't always feel like we have access to you. I am not um, continually like I struggle with being engaged in that kind of situation. And what I sure. would say is I feel like you have the ability to focus on whatever it is you are right. focusing. I on. I get to check out. You don't. Yes. Because I still hear if I am as checked into work as Steven is, but one of our kids is asking for an apple in the next room. I hear it all 17 times yep. I've asked for it. And I'm looking at Steven like he's never heard it. It's not that he's not answering. He does not hear them. Yeah. And those are the things that I yeah. think great yes. on a couple yes. um, in a way that makes me feel like I'm not being, I'm not, I'm not well, waiting for you to fail. I'm not looking at you hoping that like, see, you didn't hear. I knew you wouldn't hear, yeah. but I'm like, you really don't hear right. that, but but even if they're closer to you. But on a bigger level, like on mm -hmm. a bigger level, those things happen. Um, where you know you you and I have an equal amount of work in the universe and in life, but there is still you know kind of societally you know and just sort of how it shakes out. Sometimes there's still this idea that you are still going to be. 100% checked in, aware, available, attuned to this other really, 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 really big part of our life, which is our parenting and our kids. And for some reason, like, I don't have to be, <laughs> or I get to, I get to tune out, um, that kind of thing. And, and so th that just happens on, on a larger scale, you know, two, uh, two partners who work, you know, full time, um, or, you know what, what, whatever it might be, um, because because I think some some people could hear that example and just be like, oh, well, you know, he just sort of tunes out sometimes. You know, that's just kind of part of his personality. That's that's kind of what happens. And and I think it's. I think the other thing couples say sometimes, and I mean, you have said it to me. You never tune out. You never don't hear our kids. True. Yeah. And 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 it does feel different because I feel like sure. On occasion, that has happened, but that is not the trend. Mm -hmm. The trend is, I I don't tune out, or I'm I it's it's like I'm not tuned out. I am chronically tuned in in a way that I think you absolutely do tune in, and sometimes you do hear the request for the apple, yeah, um, and sometimes you do hear the question about the birthday or whatever. If if it's going to be one of us who doesn't hear that and one mm -hmm. of us who does, it's going to be well, who doesn't and me who does. Then I think sometimes we also hear the the non default parent kind of be like, "Well, that's on you." You know, I mean, tune out. You know, like that kind of um, comment, Correct. <laughs> which is like, "Well, that's your fault for being so." You know, like you don't have to be perfect. You don't have to. You don't have to always. You know, get parenting right one hundred percent of the time, and you don't. You know, th those kinds of comments, which are not. <laughs> useful um, either. But I think that that's a little different than what we're talking about from the standpoint of so that that kind of thing happens where I think the the default parent, what the default parent is trying to say is like, this is my experience, what you're saying. I don't get to tune out. I I have to always, always be engaged. And, and it, even in that conversation, like, I did. I mean, I don't feel, I don't hear you being like, you know, so you better never do that again and you better be engaged. But I think more than anything, I, I just hear you saying like, see, like it happens, Stephen, like, like it's a reality, Stephen, like it, and, and you're not even bitter about, I mean, I, I think you could be, but, but you're not, you're, you're just like, 
don't you see? And I think if, if that's what the default parent wants from the non default parent, so just simply like, don't you see it is different. And I think that's what I was saying at the very beginning about what I want, what I think both, because there is something you want me to see too, I think as the non default parent. Mm -hmm. But I think, um, in these experiences, like in this, like if we are talking about the car birthday conversation, um, it, we could get very lost in the details of that where Steven could be like, I was thinking about our kid. Like I'm trying to fix his ankle and I could be like, and I'm trying to reference what Tom Brady, I'm trying to go to the best, <laughs> you know, I'm trying to get the best medical care for our kid, mm-hmm. man. <laughs> um, but I think you can get lost in the details of I'm like, see, and this is what you always do. And you always sure. do this thing rather like, and we can get like um, sort of like content heavy about like, trying to explain in the micro moments of, and honestly how it usually comes out is criticism. Well, yeah. And, and I, I could be like, like Oh, your, your, your brain's never wandered, you know, like your brain. I mean, just the other day we were talking about something and then you started defensive. jumping, jumping down this track. I mean, it happens to like, why am I, why are you getting all over me for, for that happening? It just happened one time. Like these kinds of, and the more defensive Steven gets typically the more examples I find myself being like, no. And you also did it this one time. And then it's like, my gosh, back off of well, me. Well, then it's like, and then it just gets bigger and bigger. And it's right. been, and it's Criticism our whole gets bigger. it's been years and it's, you've never, Defensiveness you always, gets bigger. and then, and then what really happens is it all begins to feel really dark and really like, this is never going to change. You're never going to get it. You're never going to acknowledge my experience. And I think from my part, and I'm not saying I feel this way right now, but maybe I, but I, I think my, my person in this conversation usually feels like I'm never going to get it right. I'm never going to be enough. And then you're just, that feels uh, pretty bad. I think the person in my chair, I think, I mean, I do think there are different versions. I mean, this is definitely one of those story dependent things. Um, but for me, it's, you don't know me. Like, you, yeah. you don't, like, I'm not trying to criticize you. I don't want your defensiveness. I want you to know my experience and mm-hmm. you are unwilling to hear mm-hmm. and see me. And in the worst moments, it comes out as criticism, so it really isn't hearable. Because I'm, what I'm doing is pointing out all the ways you fail all the time. Yeah. Well, well, what's so interesting is you didn't even say anything about that yesterday when that happened. Like this is the first. You've oh said no, we all about. laughed about it. Yeah, yeah, but but like it, it's also uh, so when you're, we're saying like th- this conversation can be resolved in a way where that kind of thing can happen without the and, intensity. W- yeah, and it, and it's like. It, it, it doesn't mean it was nothing, but it, it doesn't, it wasn't a big, big deal. No, I think that's right. Because I think you do know me in this conversation. I think you yeah, do know. I mean, everything you said is right. And, there, I, and, I don't need to like, yeah, that happened. <laughs> but also there, there wasn't intensity in that moment because, yeah. um, the, because sometimes the reason that even matters is sometimes in that conversation, if I am the only one checked in. I, I'm still the only one parenting, even though there are two available parents, it's still Mm -hmm. me because I'm still listening and I'm not thinking about Tom Brady and that can, the more that happens, the more hurtful it becomes. Like, well, I would say your checking out costs me the more it happens without it being recognized that it's happening. Because I think there's a, there's an idea like it still happens in our relationship, Uh, you know, I, obviously it happened 
yesterday. It wasn't yesterday. Or two days ago. Um, I don't really remember. But I haven't it was been, last week. I haven't been paying attention this whole podcast. <laughs> what are we talking about? <laughs> um, <laughs> um, so it happens, okay? This morning. <laughs> but I, but I, th- I think that it... With if there's recognition that it happens, I think that that's the for for me at least for our relationship, and then I think for relationships with other couples that we work with, where I feel like there's been some some change and some, some real healing some, and resolution yeah, some, in this. It's it's if the non default parent can recognize that it happens and that there's a cost, not that they never do it, not that they it's you know they're perfect and a mistake is never made again, but that they recognize when it happens, they name it, they acknowledge it, but then also do make efforts it, t- towards that being different. To move towards. That, mm-hmm. I think that that in and of itself can... Change a relationship. Yes, can, can I, calm the mm-hmm. storm of it. And then I think for the def- or yes, for the default parent, I think that the change can be saying, this is a moment that just happened and this is what that's like for me, rather than saying... You just did it again. Hear it like kind of like the the resentment, like the resentment flood coming, so that this moment becomes all the moments. Well, that this, you know, yeah, but also the way something gets described. I mean, we we have this. Well, I I digress, but um, way of expressing ourselves. It's you are heard very differently when you lead with a criticism, even if you're trying to describe mm-hmm. what happened. If you are describing what someone did wrong. That's critical. If you are describing the situation and how it hurt, that's that is. A I mean, somebody might take that critically, but it's definitely di- like it, it. It is different. You're, you're such you're a trying jerk. To say, you're so entitled right. and disengaged. Is exactly how those moments feel, but that is right. not describing my experience. Right. Right. The, our kids were trying to talk to you, like they're yeah. trying to share this story, and I felt like I was the only one fielding that. Where'd you go? Right. What right. happened? We want you involved. You know, we like want you that involved. feels very different. And I am describing the same situation, but one is hearable and one is actually very critical and attacking, even though that is what it feels like in those moments. Well, okay. So, so let's go to that, the, the micromanaging comment that happens after, but because I think, I think what we just said there is, is very important and kind of speaks to, you know, my what, experience, you're, right. What the default parent is wanting, but, but then there's, there's that non-default parent who's like, but you don't want, you don't want a partner. You just want someone to do this like you. Um, and you're kind of micromanaging, monitoring everything I do. Let me have my own experience or my own interactions, um, with the kids and just trust me kind of type thing. Right. Um, which can be true. Yeah, can be true. There's, there is a, it's a, it's an interesting thing, I think, where, go ahead. No, I just interrupt. You go ahead. I, I'll hold on to the thought. Yeah. Um, I do think default parents can struggle to relinquish that, to, to trust that if I let you do this your way, it will not ultimately cost me. It won't end up making this harder. Having, that's true. On yeah. Me. Yeah. Um, and, and, you know, sort of yeah. I, some examples of like, if I let you put the kids to sleep as I mean, when they were teeny tiny, there's a solid chance 
it's going to make them more exasperated in the end. And I'm going to have to come in and console an even more upset human. Mm-hmm. Um, now, that that could be based on reality. That could be based on fear. Um, but those are the things that need to be talked out. But that isn't always true. Right. Sometimes I do just want you to do it my way. And I have to back off and be mm-hmm. like, wow, we do. Th- I mean, our classic example for this was finger puppets. And I know it's a ridiculous one. But our oldest kid loved finger puppets. I forget how old he was. I'm going to say like six months or something. And they like belly laughs for days. Like he could not get enough. And I would be like, Steven, you've got to do the finger puppets. And Steven was like, Aaron, do you want to know when I'm going to do finger puppets with this kid? I'm going to tell you. I'm going to tell you right now. And I'm going to tell you again tomorrow when you tell me again, I should do it. Never. I'm not a finger puppet person. Like that's not fun for me. We have our own way of engaging and interacting. And he belly laughs with me too. I don't have to do it your way. Yeah. And that doesn't mean I'm a bad parent. I don't, I'm not interested in that. And so I think that what the, the fundamental key difference is what you said right there. That is, hey, we have a relationship. We have a way of bonding too. It doesn't have to look exactly like yours. It, it can look different. But that me doing finger puppets or not doing finger puppets doesn't cost you anything. No. It, 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 doesn't, it doesn't add to add to your burden. Whereas I think oftentimes what is getting missed by the non-default parent in that, like you just want to manage me and you don't is that, that very idea that, but what happens is you come along and create more burden rather than relieving a burden rather than, rather than being a partner and equally coming in and bearing the burden just like I would. And I, and I think that that's what you have to be assessing. So if you, want, if, you, if you don't want to be micromanaged as a partner, then you need to make sure that what you're doing as a partner doesn't add more to the load of the default parent. I mean, that's... And if what you're... If you... I'm, I, I can't... It default and non-default is harder for me. So you, I have to think to myself as a default parent... If I'm wanting to come in and correct Stephen or be like, whoa, that's not how we do it or no or whatever, however that micromanaging might look to say, is is this costing me or do I just do this different? And right. if this is yeah. costing me, that's a conversation to have in a different moment. That's it right there. That's good. I like that. If it's not costing me, if it's not costing my kid, because it having it cost my kid costs me too. Sure, sure. Um, but if it if it's not and it's just different you might need to go to a different part of your living area and like put on some headphones and do some deep breaths because I wish Stephen was doing finger puppets. I'm like you, you would, my belly laugh I get is better (laughs) than when you bounce him. It's deeper, more robust. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, But I mean, we're, that's a, that's a sort of a, a silly example, but we really did have that conversation 49 times before you said, stop saying it. Right. You know, like stop. Right. Um, so, so I think a, a classic example might be like a a um, I'm I'm gonna watch the kids and Aaron's gonna go out and relax and and have a good time with some friends, but if she comes back to chaos and the house a mess and the and, and all this kind of stuff, her going away just cost her. 
Correct. It cost her. Absolutely cost her. Whereas if she goes away and she comes back and the you know, house is in good shape, kids are asleep, everybody's calm, and you know, it and it's like she comes back and continues to just be able to be in that spot place where she is not having to think of a million bazillion other things, then that means I was a partner in that moment. Um, and I think that that's what gets missed in that, in that conversation. I think we've talked about this example before, but I think it was just last year. I went out to dinner with two of my friends. Yeah. You were with, yes. um, like it was a, all, all of yeah. my friends had met. We were staying in one house together and all, me and my girlfriends were going out to dinner and I made Everybody, all the kids, all the other partners, dinner before uh -huh. we left. And I wasn't even upset about it. I was happy to yeah. do it. It was the plan, yeah. and we didn't know we were going out to dinner. So I was like, well, I was already in charge of dinner. I'll just do that. I did it. And the next day, I got mad about it. I forget what happened, but I was like, oh, yeah, well. I think you came back, and the kitchen was still a mess. Oh, okay. And we put the... You were putting kids to yeah, sleep, yeah, and, I had, yeah. and I was like, neat. Now I get to clean up the dinner right. I made and didn't eat. Right, right, right. Um, I don't remember, honestly. But I do remember you being like, no one asked you to do that. We had a plan. We could have done it. Yeah, I was like, I was, I was putting the kids to sleep, and I was not the cleanup, the making. Oh, uh, oh. Uh, um, yeah, because you're like, we can do that too. Like, no one, whatever. But right. the clean are the making. Like, no one needed you to do that. And that right. was one of those moments. Like, I need to back off. Um, and and if I'm going to do it, yeah, because I was like, I we we could have made dinner. We could have uh, mm -hmm. like you know, and and we would like absolutely, uh, absolutely would have you know. Correct. I, and I don't question that even a little. But if I do it. I have to back off of that. I did it. That was my choice. Um, and if you don't trust your partner will have made dinner or would have cleaned it up after whatever, then that is a conversation that does need yeah. to be had. Yeah. And that, and that's where, that's where the non-default parent me needs to recognize the burden that that places on Aaron and have different action to be like, no, in those situations, I know that, yeah, I'm going to make dinner. I'm going to clean it up. I'm not going to, I'm not going to cause further burden to you. And that means, trust me, let me do things the way I'm going to do them within that context. And that's where I end up not, I don't feel micromanaged. I don't feel monitored and you feel free to, you know, be free. Be free. You're free to be free. Um, the other thing I was going to say is back to the, like, if it is a parenting difference, if I feel like it's costing my kid, that's something that has yeah, to be negotiated yeah, yeah, also. Yeah. And that's, um, uh, that goes both ways. I, I think, you know, you, you, you have to talk about that both ways for, for proactively yeah. having that conversation in the heat of the moments. You're never going to resolve parenting difference when you're mad, when you're saying like, you're not doing this right. I don't like the way you just did that. That doesn't, that does not work. Yeah. That will never work. That is something. And that, I mean, those are the things that people reach out to us for. Like, this is the moment that happens. We cannot get out of the stuck place around it. Yeah. Help. And, and so for that, for that non-default parent, I think there's two things. You, you have to clue in to your partner's experience and acknowledge and validate what it means to be the default parent. You, you 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 just you got to accept it that it, your kid might walk right by you to ask your other it, partner for apples. It is a reality, and it, if you want to fight that and you want to get upset about it, and which you does wanna, not mean you're doing nothing. Well, well, no, and you want to say no, it's not. Then I'm gonna be honest with you. That is on you, and you're gonna keep having a huge disconnect and conflict between you and your partner. So. 
that's a, I know that's if my, you can't acknowledge the difference. If, if you can't, yeah, you you have to be able to. And then also for that, I, non- I think it's de- worth saying, especially since you say that so strongly. Well, difference I mean, doesn't mean more, less, worse, better. It just means there's something yeah. you neither one understand about each other's experience. Yeah, yeah. But exactly. someone has to acknowledge that first, right? Well, the non-default parent has got to acknowledge it. Yes, that's who's got to acknowledge it. Um, and then I think also for that non-default parent. If you don't want to be monitored or micromanaged, you have to ask yourself the question, is what I'm doing going to add further burden to my partner? Because if it is, then you are going to be micromanaged and monitored. If it isn't, then you won't be. And for that default, if you are, you can say like, whoa, I really thought about this. Right. This is right. mm -hmm." And and for that default parent, you've got to uh, assess, is this just different or is this because it costs me more and we need to have a conversation? And if it is the latter, put a pin in it and come back to it later. Those conversations don't get resolved in real time. They don't. You cannot have a proactive plan in the moment when you say, I hate the way you do that. Um, last thing, because right, we said this is something that happens again. What? Over and over, depending. But I do think having this conversation once in a way where it went well where people felt heard, where people felt understood, where we do find connection even in that conflict, it reduces intensity, it reduces frequency, it reduces duration of those moments. Like we yeah. laughed about it last it, week when yeah, it happened. This this is a solvable issue. You and honestly, like we think in our humble opinion, if you go about it the way we just said, it'll be solved. Today's show was produced by Aaron and Stephen Mitchell. If you're enjoying the podcast, please hit the follow button and leave us a rating. This helps our content become more visible to others who might enjoy it, and it lets us know how we can keep improving the show. And as always, we're grateful for you listening. Thanks so much for being with us here today on Couples Counseling for Parents. And remember, working on a healthy couple relationship is good parenting.